SVPod is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Welcome, it's SV Pod. Joel McHale, host of Card Sharks, will be stopping by. We'll ask him about his Seattle fandom. Stanford Steve has very important Pac-12 tight end questions because both of them played in the Pac-12. Joel McHale was a walk-on at Washington. You didn't know that. Stanford Steve, obviously, five-star Steve, Rose Bowl Steve, dislocated elbow Steve. I mean, he's got the bona fides. You know that. We have an update. On the Lyman Orchards donut situation, we had a connect come through and it was like a herd of hyenas on a broken down wildebeest, like just carnage, obliteration, wreckage. So thanks to our guy, Frank, we'll talk about how uh, somebody came through in our hour of need. But before we begin our conversation, Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Also want to let people know that ESPN Investigates Season 2 of the ESPN Investigates podcast is now available. The Running Man tells the story of an obscure former Olympian and alleged serial sexual predator and how a 14-month ESPN investigation brought him out of the shadows. More than 50 men were physically abused and mentally manipulated by their coach for over 40 years until they banded together decades later to find justice. Subscribe and listen now to ESPN Investigates wherever you get your podcasts. And action. That's our cue. That's Joel McHale, (laughs) host of Card Sharks on ABC Sunday nights, 10 Eastern, 9 Central time. A reboot of a show that was beloved, absolutely beloved. Joel, thanks for taking the time. Uh, There are a lot of the different game shows from my youth. And you're not as old as me, but old enough to kind of remember. And I just, I wonder when you take over something that has like a, like a rabid audience from the past that remembers it so fondly, what sort of obligation is not the right word, but just sort of what it's like to inherit that space. Well, a lot of those people passed away, Scott. So uh, <laughs> They're dead. I think, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think you're, I think I'm older than you. No, I'm you're not. I'm 48, so. I'm, I'm older than that. Mine starts with a five and I have small children. It's messed yeah, up but scene. your skin is so wondrously smooth. Thanks, uh, pal. Thank you. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, you know, all the they brought back all these game shows, and uh, I, which was great because like Alec Baldwin hosting the match game is a revelation, <laughs> and he's hilarious, and obviously Elizabeth Banks doing Press Your Luck was really cool, and so uh, when I took over, you know, these shows they they do evolve and. Um, I, when I looked at old clips, it looks like it was on a hundred years ago. And then I realized, oh, you were 18 when yeah. that was on. I'm like, oh, right. Oh. right. So, uh, the game is such a simple game, uh, sure. in the best sort of poker way that I, 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 I mean, leave it to me to screw it up. But, um, but I, you know, the, the simplicity of the games I, so far, no one has said, how dare you besmirch the memory of Bob Eubanks's performance so far, but so far could happen, could happen next week. 
Well, but Gene Rayburn, I, I too went down a card sharks wormhole just because I remember it. And I'm thinking who all was involved? There were a number of different hosts. And yeah. I, I feel like if I don't at some point in my career, Joel, have the Gene Rayburn yardstick pencil thin mic yeah. that, with, a, with a windscreen on the end of it. If I don't at some point have some duty that requires me to have that mic, I will have failed. Now, you don't have that mic. I just wonder, at some point, will you break out that magic wand type of uh, apparatus or no? Well, uh, you know how Gene died. He fell onto that mic. and it, So he's dead, too. It, it pierced his heart. <laughs> And it just <laughs> ran them right through. Right. And so it's it's like when, you know, Starbucks used to have metal straws and people were driving and they'd be like, Ugh! and then it would just be sticking out. <laughs> so that's a no. We're going to pass so, on that. But, you know, Alec Baldwin uses that mic on match game. So, yeah, but he, if he can, you can. That's true. Um, but I get uncomfortable because it's so long. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm kind of holding it down by you know, my midsection and then it looks weird. And so I prefer a very tiny mic that I can just, I like to take the lavalier and just hold it to my face like this. As do I. Be like, hello. You, mm -hmm. get, a, you get a crisp, oh. crisp tone with that. Mm -hmm. crisp. Oh, totally. Uh, and yeah, and then I, I don't like the contestants to have a mic either. And I just shove the mic in their face. You've talked about having like this tiny little Grinch heart and how when folks win money that it that it has warmed your heart i did that yeah. surprise you just at this i mean this is life-changing stuff it's a pile of dough that people can win on car sharks yeah i i do yeah i mean i've already talked about people dying twice so i think you can yeah. see how big my heart is uh <laughs> yeah no it is it is weird and wonderful because you can't i mean I, it sounds so cliche but i'm like you can win 600 grand on this show it's that's not that is not you know that's a for as uh, you know, game shows go, that's a lot. Real dope. And, uh, so I have seen people, I, I can only, the only thing I can compare it to is when you see those players after they win the Super Bowl, kind of like, like kind of looking around like, oh, this, all that stuff I dreamt of as a kid actually happened. And you see that, you see people like going like, I can buy a house and I can buy a car. And then I was like, well, just wait for those California taxes yeah. to kick in. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's just, but no. you don't want to uh, be that. You don't want to be that. Or you, you could also just mention and soon you'll be dead. So, you know, you right. better spend the money soon, quickly. Sooner spend, we'll all be gone. <laughs> spend, just like dust in the wind. All right. It's card sharks. It's Sunday. It's ABC. It's 10 Eastern, nine central. It's Joel McHale who we're talking to here. And God, I was excited. By the way, I'm a, I have to say I'm a huge fan and I love that you bought the Kennedy compound. Well, it's what well, we're, 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 it's, I'm in my neighbor's yard here. I, I live adjacent. I live adjacent to this, uh, uh, this enormous ma uh, mansion here in uh, suburban DC. Oh, I, I do see, I see you almost every night. And it, we, it, we're it, grateful it, for that. And uh, likewise, me and Stanford Steve, we've obviously seen any number of things that you've been a part of. And I'm curious about this, Joel, because you, when you've done things that are, truly near and dear to people's heart, whether it's the soup or community or your own different shows and, or making appearances on like Mass Singer, this and that, you and Ken heckling each other and this and that. Yes. <laughs> you, you create this, this persona of like, I know that guy. And like me, like Stanford Steve, we're, we're all tall people. So if we're out in the world, we don't blend in well. And so they see you and it's like, oh, that's that guy. For you, when you get that's that guy, which, which one of these projects are you most likely to have someone come bend your ear about how much they enjoyed is there one more than another um in eighth grade i did a version of oliver the musical so transcendent I 
like a Cockney accent. And do it, do it now. Very like, hello there. Hello, love, Your governor. Bill Sykes. And they're like, what's wrong with the guy who appeared on um, To Tell the Truth last week? He sounds, it's very mocking and weird. Uh, Still I, now, that's what you get. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird choice and my kids are embarrassed constantly. Do you find though, I find that, hey, a baseball hat, it's, that really helps. That no one- That no won't one. wear a baseball hat. I try and tell them all the time. He won't wear one. Joel, my You're head's kidding. enormous. It's oddly, I have an oddly shaped, I have a strangely shaped head. They don't fit right. Um, that's I don't a, know. You are, a, that's your skin tone with direct sunlight? Yeah, it's it's freckly. I look like someone's peepaw. It's a it's a complete You're catastrophe. You're gonna be like all those golfers who get skin cancer because they spend every day outside. You need. And then I'll be dead. Up. Then I'll be dead. Then you'll be dead. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but do you get that thing though? So that's so it's Oliver is what you get, Joel. Oh yeah, I get Oliver, and um, I would guest start on Diagnosis Murder in two thousand one. Mm, um, murder. You know, it's it's young people will recognize me for Community. Sure. Uh, Women in their 50s will recognize me for the soup. Um, like college bros will recognize me for Ted. And yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's going a ways back. But but we, I, I'm always surprised when people go, hey, I missed the great indoors. And I'll be like, nobody watched that. And that was a while ago. But And I don't believe you. Uh, but, you know, Scott, you're lucky because you've been able to have one job. And I just got a paper route. So uh, I, I'll do anything practically. And so, yeah, people, people, now people recognize me. They go like, hey, I saw you on that uh, Meredith Vieira game show. And I was like, you did. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for watching. Well, and that's, and anybody that supports anything that we do, I'm always appreciative of. But it's funny also because when they, and it's nice if anyone cares to say hello at all. But, but you get yep. that, or I shouldn't say you, I get that thing where it's, hey, Kenny Maine. Hey, Trey Wingo, or my favorite, when we were flying on a plane to go do the Masters, sitting next to David Faraday, and a guy said, hey, David Faraday. Then he looked at me and said, hey, Stuart Scott. And I said, no, it's, it's, it's similar. And I wow. wonder, do you, do you get, hey, like Sudeikis or some other person? Oh, yeah. Well, for a long time, it was Daniel Tosh. And they were like, what's Comedy Central like? I'm like, I hear they're nice. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, man, I've never even, uh, and for a while, like, it was weird because I'm literally like a foot and a half taller than Seacrest, but we have similar, mm. uh, they were like, hey, I saw he's you in American a, Idol. And I was like, no. that seems unlikely. And he's a so, smaller guy. He's littler. I'm 6'4 and play tight end at Washington. He, he did. That's right. I, what did someone recognize? Uh, oh, yeah. I had, a, I, I mean, I, it was in my standup for a while where a guy interviewed me for a good 25 minutes thinking I was Daniel Tosh. And uh, and to the point where I realized he I was just answering, making stuff up. <laughs> are you are you are you in the middle of that? Do you feel like, all right, let's just let's give him a run for his money and just start talking about plots to overthrow governments and things yes. like that? No, Why that's not? what I did. Uh, yeah, I just started making crap up. I'm like, don't the, do the trees talk to you as well? Yeah. You say specific <laughs> things about killing people. So, uh, are, yeah, are, our time's going to be brief here because you have lots to do. So I don't want to miss this opportunity to allow you and my guy, Stanford Steve, who played tight end at Stanford, hence the name Stanford Steve, and you to talk some Pac-12 tight end stuff or whatever. So, Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping back. Excuse me. 
Uh, Joel, a lot of people, you talked about having younger listeners, older people. You played at UW when there were absolute legends played. And when I talk about legends, we said you're a tight end. I was a tight end. There's two guys that still get talked about and I think will forever get talked about when it comes to the tight end position because of what behemoth strong men they were. Ernie Conwell, can you please try and tell people how much of a superhuman this guy was? They only make a couple of these guys a century. And here's what's crazy. He he was behind Mark Bruner. Yes. <laughs> who was a monster. So uh, Ernie Conwell was 21 years old. He was about 265. He was clean and jerking 365, benching 500, squatting 1,000. And running a 4-5. He, he ran the 4. I watched him do it. He ran the 40-yard dash in like 4-5. <laughs> and he was so uh, – he had so much muscle. He was when, – when you shook his hand, this muscle, this thing here was like popping out. And you're, you're like, I, I've never – Napoleon Kaufman was also on that team and he yep. had sort of crazy size to strength and speed ratio. And that's, and again, Mark Bruner was the starter. That's what's yeah. crazy. Both obviously went on to win Super Bowls, uh, Ernie with uh, St. Louis and then uh, was it, Bruner was uh, Steelers captain. So, yeah. um, so, so anyway, in conclusion, I stayed out of his way because <laughs> he was... That team was I mean, unbelievable. Steve Entman was on that team. I, I played the year after. I wasn't on the yeah. team. I was, but Steve Entman was on that team. One one of the greatest defensive college players still to this day. I mean, is there yep. ever? I mean, no. I don't know. So, no. the, yeah, I remember games where when the team started getting into positive yards, we were pissed. <laughs> we're like, oh, great. They're not going to have negative passing and negative rushing. What did we do wrong? And uh, obviously, Don James, uh, that was quite a time. And he was quite a, I mean, you talk about a recruiting. I think half of them, like, or three-fourths of that entire team came from Puyallup, Washington. Mm -hmm. So, like, the, the Heward brothers came from there. So, it was, it was uh, quite, it was quite a team. I, I, I'm very lucky I wasn't killed. We'll get back to the pod in a minute. But first, now back to the pod. Is it true the walk-ons had to go to class for the scholarship guys? I, they didn't send me because I, <laughs> They would have they would have gotten even worse grades. I'm super dyslexic. I cheated all the way through high school and college. Who didn't? Oh, I oh I absolutely cheated. I was that's the when I used to do college, uh, like when we when you could do college stand up shows, I'd get interviewed by the local paper and they or by the new student paper, and they'd be like, "How was your college experience?" I'm like, "I cheated through everything," and they were like, <laughs> "We're not going to print that." I'm like, "All right, well, that's what happened." Yeah. My, my grade point average started with a one. I, I couldn't get into the journalism school that, that I give speeches to now. I like to tell people the truth, right? I mean, it's, it's just, we just proved that there are paths that can be made, right, Joel? I mean, there are paths that can be made. Yeah, um, you, yeah, yeah, obviously, and we're grateful for it. You, you're a massive Seattle fan, I'm told, and I just want to get it just, I want to get it right here. Is it, mm -hmm. is it one to 10, like one is, I watch and I'm invested or 10. I'm like, like Russell Wilson footy pajamas. Like what, where, what's the proper sort of way to frame your fandom? I just had to replace like nine Seahawks hats mm. because they had shrunk down to a point where they weren't on my head. So I just had the new load of Seahawks hats arrive. Uh, I am 
uh, since Jim Zorn, since obviously Steve Largent and Love Dave it. Craig, uh, I, I still don't forget the Super Bowl with Hasselbeck and Holmgren against the Steelers, where the ref wrote a letter oh. of apology. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I, we went to the Super Bowl in uh, uh, the 14 and the 15, and uh, the joy we experienced in beating um, Peyton Manning was unnatural and uh it was uh, i so when percy harvin just ran up the i mean i i was like oh this is what happens when people go into cardiac arrest during right. <laughs> so uh i i can't i love going to the games i love the mariners i love the storm i guess i have to love the kraken even though that's what all my friends referred to when they're about to take a dump and <laughs> unleash I, the kraken all right. to this day i am pissed at owner uh starbucks owner because he didn't need to sell the sonics and i am to this day i am it, it and it, seattle was so depressed not just then but we sold our championship team the one championship we had at that time we sold them and so the seahawks and now the sounders and the storm it is it is it finally makes up for the 70s and 80s where we were just ridiculed Thank so that's you. A, that's I'm a, Joel McHale. Good night. No, that, uh, that's it. That's a 10. That's a 10. You know, but uh, listen, I love that because a lot of times people, you know, we, we kind of cross pollinate here and we get to talk to people that are that are in your uh, your space and that, oh, they're, he or she is a big sports fan. You're like, are you? And that's what you just described is what Steve grew up with, what I grew up with, what all of our listeners, that's who we are. And yeah. I think that that's what connects us more than I swear to God, when I, when I say this, I don't think there's a greater connector in our society than sports, because I mean, look at how the, the world is such a mess, like politically and everyone chooses sides. Well, you can root for Seattle and I can root for another team and we can really want to win, but like, we're going to, when we could get together and hoot and holler at each other's faces, that's what we do. And I, I, I love that, that you love it that much. I mean, that's, a, that's pure right there. I and mean, there's very little in our lives. that's like that, isn't there? There is very little, and I think sports has been uh, me and my 12-year-old saving grace for the pandemic. That, you know, that and endless hours of video games. Sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's it. You're right. To to it is the greatest. I feel like it brings cities together. It solidifies why you love a place you're from and why you defend a place that might be crappy and uh you, it's like they're my crappy team so i'm still gonna i'll fight to the death for them and uh that's i i i that's half the reason i like going back to seattle every year that and game shows that's what unify us you have to go i know that i i'm sorry we pushed you up to the very limit of our time no together. not at all this is really fun well, we keep going, but you got stuff to do, and I get that, and I appreciate it. So it's Card Sharks. It's ABC. It is Sunday night, 10 Eastern time, 9 Central. Joel, continued success. Best to nice. uh, Seattle, your team. Stay well. Give them hell, all right? Thank you, and it's great to be a part of the Disney ABC family, ESPN family, uh, Scott. So um, I would love to come back if you'll have me. Uh, I we can will. talk forever, as you know. Ernie Conwell sounds like a terrifying person, Steve. Bro, you have no idea. No idea the the legend that that man is. You like everything at workout warrior, but then did it on the field. Just the stuff. Look, just look him up. Look him up. He was absolutely amazing. Had a brutal injury. Uh, I think he still he works for like the NFLPA now. But like that that's what's that's what's messed up. That guy was the Incredible Hulk playing tight end. And then by the time I got to college. Tony Gonzalez was a senior and it was like, 
oh, wow, I, I can't run that fast and I can't be as strong as Ernie Conwell. This is, uh, this is a tough deal, but uh, no. I mean, I, I, I remember him, but like, just it, I, when you hear, like when you hear a guy who was part of the program, describe it in that way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, the, there's, there's a, there's an awe and a reverence with certain people that, you know, like Vernon Davis at Maryland was freaky physically just because he had a combination of size and speed yep. that was unusual at that position. Uh, and he he had some pretty legendary stuff in terms of speed and, and some workout numbers. But Conwell is just you described it well, like you. I just Googled if, a picture. If Conwell like, stood next to Vernon Davis, he would make Vernon Davis look like Kevin Durant. I understand that. That's just, I mean, like he he's a block of granite. It's All of you listening right now to this podcast, Google, and you're like, oh god. And if you're young, you won't. But if you're men of a certain age, you're like, of course, like 84 with the Rams, and he looked like a brick house yep. with feet. And he didn't start. Mark Bruner started. And look up Mark Bruner and look at the size of that man. And the one guy I wanted to ask him about, we didn't have time, is I believe one of the biggest humans I've ever stood next to was on that team in Lincoln Kennedy, who is a ginormous man. Yeah, he is a big person. If he, if Lincoln Kennedy and Calais Campbell stood together, oh, it would the, it would be like a human eclipse. There be you would there this like everything else in in your peripheral vision would be blocked out that's that that is a big guy but joel had stuff to do so uh and you know what? it's better actually because we'll get keeps, him back. exactly i mean it, it keeps us from rambling on and on uh this week we have the return of big 10 football and it's it, as i'm is it we always i say always we typically tape on tuesdays and so like there's a text thread of a number of guys like Bear and 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 uh, Kirk Herbstreet, um, and people that are on the college football side, just talking about how, you know, it's October, that that conference starts, and there's there's a certain uh, how do we, how do I put it? It's not like college football hasn't started yet. It certainly has. Look, Bama and and Georgia were massive number on TV last weekend, and it's it, you know, ACC's got Clemson playing. Like, my God, what they did to Georgia Tech last week. Mm. Ay, ay, ay. Mm. It's not like you have to have the Big Ten for it to feel like college football, but I believe as as leaves are falling off trees, as we're heading towards Halloween, the fact that those proud programs and that part of the country really starts to get involved, it just feels like, all right, as, as tr challenging as it is, we're, we're kind of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, we're here. Like it, 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 it's happening. I know everybody's just going to try and point. Oh, what if something happens? And that's what everybody's going to want to be negative. So in that regard, yeah, you know, the big Ten's coming back. What also we have to bring back is Scott on the spot. Scott on the spot. Scott on the spot. Mandalorian begins downloading streaming October 30th. All right. That's a new. That's that's a that's a promo. That's a promo. Yeah, that, that's spot. Uh, what do they call it? synergy? The Mandalorian, streaming October thirtieth, Disney Plus. Please buy it. Pew 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 pew. Scott on the spot. All right. <laughs> I need what? I need three things you think you know about the Big Ten football season here in twenty twenty. Ohio State's really good and isn't going to lose. Okay. There's one um, that the uh, other than that, <laughs> <laughs> you want other some win totals? I got some win totals. No, I mean, but I honestly, like, what, what do you think, you know, I mean, 
outside of that, I don't, I don't, I feel like they're the only thing I know. I feel like the the only thing I know for sure is that Ohio State is loaded. Okay. They have fields. They just guys go to the NFL. They leave early, and the next wave steps up, and it doesn't make an, a, a difference. They're, you know, the northern version of Alabama or Clemson in terms of the recruiting and the funnel to the NFL. Or you could say that those schools are the Southern Ohio State. However you want to frame it, I don't care. But outside of them, I, I honestly I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay. Am I supposed to? Do you know something? No, I just I just think it's fun. Like you, you talked about how late in the season it is. We've already watched football. Uh, you know, we're not gonna have the Big Ten said they're not gonna have fans at the games. It's just so different the dynamic. And I just, you know, usually you're a uh, a curious man. You know, you're Big Ten Scotty, and I just want to get your well, thoughts. I am, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. I mean, Michigan she makes a quarterback change, and apparently they got a little bit of optimism. They're like, are they good? I don't know. Like, they're favored at Minnesota this week. Yeah, that's, that's a- what I was gonna get to. Okay, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. They both have the same win total, six and a half. And I think Minnesota, I like I would just bet Minnesota is gonna have a better season than Michigan. That's like one thing I would be. Does that mean you like them on Friday night? It does. Saturday, is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday night. night. Beg your pardon. Next week's Friday night. Games. We got the line eye coming into uh college game Madison. days at Minnesota. What's oh, that? That's that that's a Saturday show. So there yeah. you go. College game day, Minnesota. I'm all yep. over it. Thanks, Travis. Mandalorian, October 30th. Game day from Minneapolis. Suns is uh, one and a half wins. Under. Ooh. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many games. I, I, what, they get eight games. What are they going to win two? Nine. I mean, I look, like I'm looking at, I'm looking at the dirty turp schedule. And it's like, could, like, could, are we going to have Commissioner Ward on Sports Center this week? I hope so. That's the plan. Okay, well, I need to continue the conversations that I had offline with Delaney, where I'm like, could we not have the divisions be like this? This is bullshit. That I don't want. Like, how is it reasonable that you got to play Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State every year, and then every like the wild cards you get from the West? It's like always Wisconsin. I mean, can can we get the teams from the West that aren't quite like BCS caliber? Like, can we get that? Does every I, I, year does every year's schedule have to look like this? Mm, no. It's unreasonable. Just Very much make, so. Just get rid of divisions. What difference does it make? You got you called the Big Ten. There's like 26 teams. <laughs> East and West. Why are you so why are you so specific about geography when you can't count? Seriously. Do you, bring, do you want to bring back the legends and the leaders? No, I don't want any of that. Just call it the Big Ten and say, here are the teams. And you just put the names in a hat and pull them out and you get who you get. I mean, I get you have to protect certain rivalries, but they're so behold to all these old-ass trophies with pigs and axes and all that buckets and all that crap. And it's like, all right, look, I know you didn't want us. I didn't, I didn't want to leave the ACC either, but here we are. Now we all live together, so let's make the best of it. I'm sorry. This, this is not what we all thought was going to happen. But this is where we are. So you can keep your buckets and, and your pigs and axes, and you guys play each other. But we need some kind of more equitable way to deal with scheduling. And I want Wisconsin to have to play Maryland twice every year in basketball. I really don't want that. For, for my friendship with Andy. Exactly. That's what I want. So you guys have to go to both games every year. And it's a TV show. Uh, that. that and I, I'm, I have great fondness for Wisconsin and those fine people up there, but playing against them in basketball, that, that's, that's going to be the death of me. It's excruciating. 
They're really good this year, too. I'm not answering. Are there any more questions? I don't feel like I've been on the spot. I feel like I've just been yelling a lot right now. Who's the best team in the NFL? Um, right now, I think the best team in the NFL is – I don't think it's Seattle. I think it might be Pittsburgh. You can't, you can't say Baltimore because they lost to Kansas City, right? Well, right, because they play they play Kansas City and they look they they look not like them. It's really it's interesting. Like but they Kansas lost, City hasn't looked that good since they played. You know, think about it. Look at Kansas City's season. Like that opener against the Texans, they they won. It ended up being double digits. Mm. Uh, the, the the Chargers game, they're down seventeen nine in the fourth, and they looked a mess. The Raiders came in there and smacked them. Uh, they beat the Bills, and I give Andy Reid all the credit in the world for for game planning. Where you just all right, it's a little sloppy now. We're going to run it. Um, and, and I, I don't doubt Kansas city like for a second. I no, mean, exactly. that's not, it's not a matter of that. It's just, I guess I wonder, I wonder, can Pittsburgh's defense stand up to them? You know, can, can they, can they stand up? Look at what new England did to them. Look at how new England yep. w- with no quarterback that, I mean, I shouldn't say no quarterback, but they didn't have their starter. Uh, they, they, I mean, that, that final wasn't close to what the, what the actual no. game looked like. So I guess there's just enough of a of a hesitation to just blindly say Kansas City, which is the easy thing to do. And you you pointed out Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Losing Bush is brutal, man. He is a he is such a big time part of that defense. But it's not like they don't still have a ton of play playmakers on every level of that defense. Did you see what Tomlin said when he was asked about the future of his linebacker position today? I didn't. So they said, you know, obviously unfortunate news with Devin Bush, coach. You know, how do you see your the, you know, the middle of your defense, your linebacker uh, position playing out. He's like, I can't see past lunch. There you go. I love that, man. I love him. So he, good. He, he communicates with complete clarity and conviction. I, I just, I love everything about how he communicates. You know, what does he call the AFC North? The kitchen. It's hot in the yeah. kitchen. I love it. Well, like it got hot in the kitchen for Cleveland. They came in four and one and yikes. And they got a dose. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's not even thanks it's not even Thanksgiving Christ it's not even uh, ha- Halloween so I just I'll tell you a better question is who wins the NFC East I got like a better somewhere. question I got a better question no who answer cares? the question <laughs> that's reasonable well seeing that given if that we the now Jets were in the NFC East they'd be two games out that's not a that's not a very sound outfit right there and right now what do we do we used to do top five bottom five. Yeah, we used to do that. We used to do Kenneth Garai Poop Town. Poop Town! And that's not as good as Garai. Yeah, that like they're so bad. Oh. They're so bad. And if you if you're a contrarian, if you're a contrarian gambler, every week you just you look at him and you go, Well, no one has them. Maybe Vegas, I'll throw them in a teaser. Vegas is gonna need him. Yeah, why don't I just throw them together with somebody else in a teaser? And then I'm getting, you know, six more points. I mean, that'll Oh, that's not going to help me? Oh, I think we should stop doing that. I think we should stop <laughs> teasing the Jets. Don't bet the Jets. Don't tease the Jets. Just treat the Jets like I have to now treat. Um, who, who, who's, who's dead to me? Uh, Vanderbilt. Yes, treat them like Vanderbilt. You can't bet them, even if it appears you have to. Cross-off list. They're have on the cross-off list. They're like Rutgers was a couple years ago when I broke up with them on TV. And I just, yeah. like, I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't take you. We showed, like, I had taken Rutgers, like, four times in a row, and they'd gotten beat by a combined, like, 250 to seven or something. Like, that's not kidding. That's that's what it was. Poop town. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> Poop town. There's just certain teams you can't have, and that you cannot have the Jets. But no. I don't know who like look, like the Cowboys lead the East after last night, after Monday night, where they got roasted by 28. They're I mean, 0-6 ATS. Them and the Jets are 0-6 ATS. Boop town. They're not good. Washington's a mess. Philadelphia, I mean, I don't even know how they uh, – who plays for them this week? They're, they're so banged up. Uh, and the Giants, they're red hot on a winning streak because Riverboat Ron decided to roll the dice. And I don't really I – I didn't get that, but I don't know. I've got, I've got a question for both of you, too. How were the Lyman Orchard donuts? Yeah, we need to we need to to, to absolutely spectacular. We need to finish up the podcast with that. Um, some person um, just brought them. Like we asked for a drug mule, and I don't even know who it was. Steve, you got him. Like you, where'd you meet him? Like in a church in a backyard of a back parking lot of a church by a dumpster. Like how did this handoff happen? Scott, there's a certain thing called in this world that you definitely don't have. It's called Venmo and it's called PayPal. And I you have Venmo. Send, you do? Yep. Okay. Well, what we did was we waited for the package to arrive. FedEx overnight. Got it. And we sent the man his money. Well, then little, I, that means I need to. Tip, with a little tip on the end. I need to settle up with you because, I mean, you, I, you're, not, you're not paying that's, for these. That's a uh, treat. That's, that's a Halloween treat for, for you. Well, then, if, then that means that if, it, if, he, if he did it once, he can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a dealer now. You have a what, dealer. What? Ha- yeah, we have a we have a we have a drug mule. <laughs> we have a connect. We got a connect, and somewhere in Connecticut, parts unknown. What happened was these lime and orchard donuts and donut holes showed up, and they were like shrink wrapped for freshness. And the thing about them, and this is very regional, but just I want you guys that, that have never had a lime and orchards donut hole to understand. They're little, I mean, everybody's seen them. Little, little, like golf ball size cinnamon like covered. from Dunkin' Donuts. There you go. And one, you don't even, it, it doesn't even touch your teeth. You could snort one. Maybe I did. <laughs> and so... So you can snort one. Maybe the second gets vaguely chewed. The third one, by then, you, your jaws are working a little bit. And then I'd say four is just an average exchange anytime you open up the tin. And so I don't know how many they come, like 16 to a to 16 a in the holes, 12 in the donuts. There you go. So, I mean, the first tin didn't last, you know, didn't last a day. And a day? You know, no, oh, I mean I got them. You brought them by in, like in the early evening, so I mean they didn't make it to they didn't make it to the next morning. Put it that way. Got it. Okay, that's right. That's what I thought. Then but- by the next morning, I'm kind of mixing and matching because the donuts are just sort of bigger versions than yeah. the donut holes, and so I'm kind of eating those because I'm worried that those are going to go bad more quickly. But then, even after they kind of they're a little older than they should be, you just toss them in the microwave with a little small glass of water in there to create a little humidity and then the donut sort of absorbs a little bit of that little fluff factor. And then you can smash those even like a week after they're, they're past their freshness date. You know, what's really good. A lot of things, put them in some milk. You, you, you're a milk person, me and Spencer Hall. are. But no, you know what? Getting back to Lyman orchards, why they are one of a kind is that they have the perfect amount of that cinnamony thing. On the outside, 
it's cinnamon and sugar. You're exactly right. And, and it's, it's, and it's, it's granular. Just a it's, it's not it's, dusty. Yeah, it's not Cheetos cheese on your fingers. Nope. And like you can actually rub it away. On the and floor. Then it's, got, it's got like that glaze. Oh, man, oh, they're man. so good. Yeah, so to, to whoever that person was, it remains a mystery. That Frank. Venmo, Frank. Shout out to Frank, our connect. Send another batch. <laughs> Get at me. Let me know your Venmo. I'll pay for it this time. But we need it because it didn't last long. But it did. It did help us get through a tough time. Uh, so yeah. thank you, Frank, for that. Uh, shout out to Lyman Orchards. I thought they would get involved, maybe like for publicity. They'd send a truck down, but uh, they couldn't be bothered. So, you know, figure it out, Lyman Orchards. I got figure uh, it one figure more it thing out. before we go. What's that? I got another one of those tickets. For what? Right on red? No. Running a red light at 1.51 a.m. the other In night. DC? Coming home from work. Yeah, downtown D.C. 151 in the morning. You should you should obey the law, Steve. As I've covered through all the years, I always as you've talked about on this podcast, you say you just run through them. So I go straight on red and I speed. <laughs> straight on red and speed the whole way home. Somehow, like my car must be like I must it must be like a stealth bomber. Somehow I need um, help, people. Stop breaking the law, Steve. Stop breaking the law. You stop. I will when I get ticketed. <laughs> to this point, we're clean as far as we know. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, it's SV Pod. Thanks to um, thanks to Joel McHale for dropping by and um, watch Card Sharks, watch Sports Center, Lyman Orchards. You could send us some stuff so Frank doesn't have to, or you don't have to. It's fine. We'll figure <laughs> out a way. Uh, everybody have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week.